0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the February 9th edition of the Quad Bunk Podcast. I am here, your co-host, Randy Khan, along with my other co-host, John Brzezowski. How you doing? All right. So uh, it's been a little while since we checked back in with you guys. Uh, since 2019, actually. So a lot's happened in the last month of January. want to you know, kind of recap a lot of things, uh, a lot of big you know, current events, a lot of stuff between me and John, a lot of stuff in our individual lives as well. And I think one of the biggest things... That I want to dive into is that we really have a very particular set of ways that we interact with each other on social media. That I feel like my other set of friends just really don't understand. I mean, that's it's kind of on me for you know not letting them in on you know the shtick and everything. But it's very apparent when we start going in on these stupid little jokes that everyone else is just kind of like, "What the fuck is going on?" And I'm like, it, it, it's just kind of like a thing. You, you gotta understand, it's just it's just a thing. You know, you just gotta go with it, and they're just like. Dude what? Like this this just makes no sense. And I, I don't know if it's the same with you, John, but like for me, I just feel like there's like a big divide and you know all of our friends from school are like, oh yeah, there's being retor-
1: Cut that out. <laughs> there's being idiots. So um to set the scene, I think the weirdest part of our lives is that we have, we lead multiple lives. One of them being on Twitter. We are, we are different, different people on Twitter than we are in real life than we are in, uh, on Instagram. Like you have different, like different social media accounts. You have different personalities on. Yeah, I agree. And it's, it's weird because like you kind of portray yourself in a different way on those different social (laughs) medias. (laughs) And, um, when me and Randy have stuff that goes on, on Twitter, we just assume everyone that's like not following, not part of the what 200 people that we have collectively following us on Twitter. Like if they're not part of that 200, uh, we still think that they understand everything that we're doing. So when we post photos on Instagram, um, just on a random day of the month, showing pictures of Randy, they don't, they for some reason are confused yeah so see the thing is like sometimes when john just posts obscure pictures of us you know maybe
0: in mexico perhaps in annapolis uh you know maybe down in jersey something like that you know people just misconstrued and say oh maybe this is like one of the 365 days of the year that randy was born it's like that might have just so happened to been the case but that's not really what we're going for see we were just going for you know just random pictures of the two of us because you know w- why not celebrate a random day in january you know but then other people that I know, they're like, oh, hey, I saw Randy reposted this. He's definitely not being sarcastic about reposting this. So let me w- just throw him a post for his supposed birthday. And then I'm just like, guys, I'm really not going for this. I'm actually like trying to like make fun of people who do repost with, like all <laughs> these posts for people on their birthday. Then I'm like, I kind of feel like a dick now because like I'm just like kind of making fun of them for something they already do. But it's like it's still a joke. And it's just like it's so convoluted. Like we're so kind of tied up in this big fucking twisted web that i don't know where the sarcasm ends and where my real life begins
1: so we it this all started like it got brought to light because um it's all actually um one of our friends on twitter and in real life uh fault yes because he um the the real overarching goal is we hate people that um and i hate people but like when someone posts it's like just puts a post out there on twitter just to let you know that it's their birthday like you didn't need to post about a soccer game in order to, for us to realize oh it's your birthday right yeah for
0: example he was something something along along i'm paraphrasing it was like oh well like everton got three points today like thank god they did like just a week before my birthday like can't believe that you know like they all the lads went out today and just like played their hardest because it's seven days for my birthday it's like really they just want to go out and earn their fucking money probably get a better contract you know win because they want to do well in the league not because it's your birthday And i, I feel like that's just like a bit self-centered and egotistical
1: just to be like oh yeah like you know just like let's make everything come back to me right but like i'm okay with doing that if you know that's why you're doing it but like I don't think most people, like, understand that, like, they're doing it. They're like, no, I mean, it's just so crazy that it also happens to be my birthday. Like, I'm not putting this tweet out specifically because it's my birthday today.
0: No, yeah, exactly. And it's just, like, it's just a bit too much. Like, again, I will sarcastically be like, oh, like, it's my birth month. Like, I did it this entire month just because, like, me and John were kind of, like, we kind of honed in, again, that our friend Matt was, like, doing that the entire month of january so i was like fuck it i also have a birthday in january like let's just like you want to say oh like it's my birth month i can't believe like so and so like you know won this game or whatever like i can't believe i got this coupon in the mail like they must know it's my birthday blah blah like just a bunch of like random shit to again just harp on the fact like oh my birthday's coming up like maybe you guys should like say happy birthday or like get me something whereas like you know every year in the past like, you know i'm like i think i'm like the most low cue my birthday i'm like yeah like you know Thanks for, like, the happy birthday. But, like, I really, like, don't like being the center of attention. So I never do that. But then, again, I sarcastically start doing that with John on Instagram. And then my other friends start, like, posting pictures for me on their stories. And I'm like, guys, like, I, I don't really want to repost all these. Because, again, like, I'm not that guy that wants to be like, oh, like, look at this. Look at this again. Like, you know, it's my birthday. Like, did you wish me happy birthday? Yet? And, like, that's just, like, very, like, anti-me. But then it's, like, going to this joke with John, you know, I'm essentially trying to, you know, steer directly into – everything that I hate, but then <laughs> certain people just don't understand that. And it's just, it's such a gray line to drive headfirst into. Did you see me, did you see what I put in all of those photos? What did you put on did you put like a very tiny happy birthday? I wrote happy birthday in every single one of those No, photos. did <laughs> you? Is this, no, I, legitimately, I did not even
1: realize that in the slightest. So to, to explain to you what, guys, was going on, on Randy's birthday, I just continually posted... Um, pictures of randy but not tagging him for his birthday i would just say oh here's a photo of randy um today um but what i did was in every single one of the photos i wrote happy birthday randy in all of them but, worse. but then i changed the color of the happy no. birthday i saw a color of the background in the in the photo so that randy wouldn't know that it's i i told him it was his birthday
0: see i thought i saw it in one uh, let me see if i can find it maybe I didn't like save that one. But like there was one where um, you know, it was kind of just like the black of like the background of the picture. And I was like, you can't really read it either way, but I was like, that's probably what it is. But in the other pictures too, I didn't like, even see that.
1: Like, like at this one. That is, where? Where where is it? <gasps> <laughs> I screen recorded. Every, how did you do that? Every happy birthday I wrote in there, and like how I hid it behind. <laughs> oh my god. So it's up there in the clouds. And then what's watch this one? Are watch you this one, watch this one. I found a place in the water no. for this one and wrote happy birthday onto that one. No. All right. All right. See, that's
0: the thing. I thought that I was like, you know, having like, no, we're. I thought we were doing pretty equal as far as like a little jabs and, you know, making fun of like this little, you know, thing that people do as far as like essentially wish themselves a happy birthday, like bring the attention upon themselves. But John was a lot more funny in this than <laughs> I initially thought. Cause like, no joke. I'm just figuring out about this now. And that's like some masterful shit. I kind of I did it myself on one birthday post. Yeah, but I mean that that was a bit that was definitely like more on the nose. Like it was more obvious, uh, you know what I was doing. He just posted a picture, said, Hey Randy, with two of us in it. And then I said, Oh, hey John, thanks for not forgetting and then, you know, I put like in a grayer the background black and I put like, you know, in a dark gray black, uh, thanks for not forgetting my birthday and like dark black that you can't really see. Um and then I said something else in all white. But yeah, that's uh that's
1: that's pretty impressive on your end. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I also I also posted um, random people's birthdays that it was that day. <laughs> I had I had Jake Cole's birthday. Was that was Randy's birthday? So January twenty eighth. I was like, I was like <laughs> Happy birthday, Jake. Cole! <laughs> and then um, it was also uh, Drake's mom's
0: birthday. <laughs> so funny enough, I, I sent that to John actually in a little little Instagram DM. I was like, Oh. Would you look at this? Would you look at how special this day is that Drake has someone as close to him as could possibly be? And he just decides, oh, you know on Instagram? I'm wishing this person a happy birthday. So I said so <laughs> many birthdays
1: of people that are important to me today with um, the, the Champagne Poppy tweet. And I was like, this is perfect.
0: And then I screenshotted that and reposted it to my story and said, thank God you didn't miss one. And yeah, that's the thing. It's just like, I really hope, because I try to hit these things as, like, when I'm being, like, obviously, like, steering into, like, things I think that people do, they're, like, a little bit annoying, you know, like, being sarcastic, I try to steer into it as much as possible so that, like, even if you're a random person, like, obviously, you follow me, but, like, even if you don't understand exactly what I'm going for, you, like, you probably think, like, beyond a shadow of a doubt, it's, like, he's probably joking around about this. Like, there's no way, like, any sane human would, like, actually think these thoughts or, like, have these feelings, but... Who knows? You know, that's the thing. It's like social media is a crazy place and you really don't know what you're dealing with at the time.
1: Yeah. So, um, and I think I posted something about like dry January and that was the one that I like wrote happy birthday in black. And it was like very obvious. Yeah. 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 there.
0: Yeah. I I remember seeing that. And I was like, I was like, I see an H or something like that. And like, (laughs) I was like, that probably
1: is what it is. But at the same time I was like, I'm not really sure. Yeah. Um, and then like, I hated people that like, I don't hate people. I, I think it's funny you that people, people. people like say, oh, happy birthday to themselves. Um, but I also think it's, I've also heard the common trope that like, oh, you're doing dry January. Tell me more about the fact that you're doing dry January. You can't stop talking about the fact that you're doing dry January. Please <laughs> stop talking about the fact that you're doing dry January. No one needs to care about the fact that you're doing dry January. So I did dry January and I I decided to respond to all of the birthday posts saying, first, happy birthday so much to you. And then it's crazy that you're doing this while I'm doing dry January. (laughs) Respond to the haters,
0: of which there are many, saying, like, oh, you don't have to talk about your dry January. It's like, yes, you do. Because what if there's a random alcoholic out there that's like, you know what? I don't even know if I can, like, ever stop drinking. And then they look at John's post and, like, you know what? I I think I have the strength. I think I'm going to go to AA if john can do a dry january i can do a dry life and honestly that is inspirational
1: so i did a lot of random stuff on twitter where i was like like just posting random things to tell people that i was doing dry january but and then people that were also doing it were like oh my god i'm also doing it and it's like really helping me like perform well and i'm like i that's not you're, you're doing it because you want people to know you're doing Dry January because you want, like, praise. I'm doing it to make fun of you, and you're responding saying that you're, like, being a good person. It's so – see, the main thing that I think is,
0: like, kind of, like, you know, kind of getting in our gears and, like, fucking <laughs> things up is that we try doing this because, like, you know, we see, like, other more popular people on social media, you know, who, like – for all intents and purposes, like, you know, social media, like, is their way to generate money, you know, like, these people, like, from Barcelona, places like that, where, you know, kind of, like, being a sarcastic asshole on the internet, that is how they generate their followers, generate their, you know, impressions, and how they get paid, so for them, they have so many people follow them, and some people, so many people in the know, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, at least, like, my core group of fans <laughs> understand this, and when I put things out like that, I'm like... Oh, well, John gets it. (laughs) And then, oh, like my other, you know, like 400 followers on Instagram, like a lot of them family members are like, what the fuck is wrong with Randy? Like, like, what is he even thinking? I'm just like, guys, I swear to God, like if you understood it, if I explain the joke to you, you can't explain the joke because like once you explain the joke, it's not funny. But
1: if you got it, it'd be hilarious. I find myself often trying to explain my tweets to people and I like know that's not some person you want to be, but that's sometimes the person that I am yeah because like sometimes you're just like oh, I swear to God like this
0: joke really did land you <laughs> just don't get it and like I just want to show you the error of your ways you know maybe like <laughs> curate you into being a funnier person so that way next time this happens you're like you know what John or Randy you got it you, you're just fucking like timing you situation everything right like, exactly you're
1: funny like I want that's all I want
0: it's like I will pay for your tweets like, I just want to get to a day where people are like you know what I would give you five dollars a month to see your tweets that's all I need and then, you know, multiply that by 10,000, and then we're good. I just need someone that has
1: has clout to tell me that I'm funny. That's all I care about.
0: Exactly. But, you know, and essentially, we're just saying that what we think we're doing on social media is hilarious. We just don't have the requisite <laughs> following to actually be like, oh, yeah, like, we're really funny. But I think we're on the cutting edge. Like, we're almost there. Like, legitimately, like, I'm starting to get to the point, like, I always joke about John because, like. He's always going to, like, send out a tweet and be like, oh, this is the one. This is the going to blow up. <laughs> and with all of our little jokes on the internet, I'm like, that's just fucking hilarious. I'm just, like, legitimately, like, I'm just, like, looking in the mirror, like, let's fucking go. Like, you killed that tweet or Instagram post or Snapchat. Like, but, yeah, like, if, you know, it's like if a tree falls in a forest and no one's around to hear it, did not make a sound like, no. you know, if, if John and Randy have a
1: funny shtick on the internet, but they're the only ones that understand it. Does it, is it funny? Like. Maybe not. Yeah, it's so crazy that the 130 followers that I have that are just uh, deactivated high, high school friends' Twitter accounts don't get my tweets. I, I
0: don't... <laughs> yeah, it's funny how that one works. Yeah, so uh, I think that, that more or less wraps up our little social media presence. So, you know, if you guys see us interacting on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, maybe the talk, you know, where, where we're trying to become big in the talk, you know, just just understand it's probably tongue-in cheek you know we're, we're probably going after something and hey if you need explanation just
1: reach out you know there's nothing we'd love better than to explain a joke to you <laughs> um so just sticking quickly on January recap I did do dry January and not to be um not gonna go deep into like oh my god it was such a moving experience and like I learned so much but I did learn something that like I guess throughout my degenerate life of drinking, for what I, I guess since high school, sick. I always thought that, <laughs> I always thought that like all of my issues were like related to alcohol. Like they always say, like oh, if you stop drinking, you could like you know get so much more done. If you stop drinking, like Sunday scaries are are so much stronger because you drink. Like all of these things, and then I stopped drinking for a month. They're like, oh, you're going to not, you're going to lose weight when you stop drinking. (laughs) And like, I stopped drinking and I tell you absolutely nothing else changed. I was, I think I put on seven pounds. (laughs) I, um, I didn't, I, I didn't learn anything. All my Sunday scaries were just like not I, I couldn't like cut them with any alcohol i just had to, like, <laughs> live with all of my anxiety you had an actual of, anxiety instead of alcohol induced anxiety it just like it told it, it showed me that like i have real things in my life that like mm-hmm. i thought were just oh if i stop drinking all of this will go away and none of it
0: went away honestly as a question like is it kind of weird like when you have the sunday scaries and like you can't just blame it on like alcohol anxiety because so all right uh quick recap so uh we'll, we'll touch on this later but we went to the xfl game at metlife today and i was supposed to catch an 8 50 a.m train get to penn station at 10 meet john there you go to metlife blah 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 uh my alarm went off at seven forty five. i was like fuck that i'm just not going to the game <laughs> <laughs> woke up at nine thirty. i was like oh, i can catch a 10 and then you know me John, because I I legitimately haven't seen the New York City guys for a bit, so I was like, I do want to do this. Like, I'll just get up and go. But I remember, you know, like when you're like when I was half awake, just like you know, on my friend's couch, like heart pounding. I was like, fuck, like this is awful. Kind of like the Sunday Scaries, But I was like, oh wait, no, this is like this is just alcohol. Like that's just like yeah. that's just like the alcohol heart pounding. So I was like, yeah, like I was just like rational. I was like, oh, nothing's actually wrong. You're completely fine. It's just like the alcohol heart pounding, but. If that happened and I couldn't blame it on alcohol, like, I'd be like, fuck, like, what do I do now? Because, like, legitimately, that is 80% of the reason why I came today. Because I was like, oh, no, dude, you're fine. You just need to get up, take a shower, start drinking again, and it'll be completely fine. But if I didn't have that to
1: blame on, I'd be like, well,
0: what do I do now?
1: Yeah, like, you learn I, – I learned that, like, all of, like, my – all the dumb stuff that I do – Like, I thought I would, like, eat healthier. I had, like, Popeyes four days a week. Like, I – I literally like just said, okay, you're doing one thing and you're being disciplined in this. So the rest of your life can be a complete degeneracy. I was like, I was eating aggressively, drinking as many Diet Cokes as I wanted to. I was averaging, I think three Snickers a day. I I tell you, I was living a, a drastic life just to like keep myself from wanting to drink. See, that's just, I guess
0: I'm just not used to that because you know, ever since i've started working after college like i'm just used to like the daily routine of like oh like make your food you know like uh like meal prep essentially like you have that like that's like your set meals like i legitimately like 95 or 90 percent of the time like i always have food or lunch that i bring with me and you know that's all i eat and on it's a rare occasion i'll go out and eat so i I guess like if it's kind of like more ingrained to you like oh i can just like fuck around and go get food and like you're much more apt to do that but yeah it's just like dude i feel like i wouldn't like. Feel like physically good, you know, because it's just that's the thing. It's like even if you like had Popeyes and like went to the gym and hit it hard, you're like well, I still like Popeyes. Like I'm still kind of like sluggish in that sense. Right, but you didn't. You didn't drink, is what I was thinking. I thought everything would be fine if I stopped drinking. No, it's just it's it's all what you put in your body, the entire thing. So maybe like mix a salad in the same way you mix a water, and when you go out to drink, you know, instead of mixing in Popeyes, mix a
1: salad. You know, look, it wasn't my fault because I decided to drink. I tried decided to not drink in January, and in that month, we almost got into World War Three. We had we have a a global wide outbreak of a deadly virus. We have, Not I, funny, but... I was studying for the CPA exam. Um, we had the fucking, the Australia, Australia just on fire. That's a, yeah. that's a thing that like nobody thinks about in, but like, okay, Australia is on fire. Um, okay. The impeachment trial, that was something. I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to study on a weekend and I've got like closing statements to like <laughs> make sure that I'm like kept up to date with that. And then the day before I have to take my exam Kobe dies. Oh my God. Uh, I guess like that that that's something taking
0: off like the most air in the room at least I feel like I mean obviously the last statement but you know that's something that's like been very heavy on my mind for the last two weeks so today is two weeks from the day that Kobe passed away and I remember like the first thing that I saw about it was uh, someone in our group chat from school said like Kobe no way or like Kobe what the hell and uh, yeah I don't know why but as soon as I saw that like that's the first thing I saw and in my head I was like Oh my god, did Kobe just die? You know, I, I didn't even think like, you know, did he have some like, you know, uh business deal that didn't work out well? Just like the the tone around it was like, I think Kobe just died. And I looked I looked everything up on Twitter and you know, like within the first minutes, they were like announcing that Kobe died, and I was like, No way, like this 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 can't be real. Like they have to like, you know, say that this was a hoax or something like that. And I was just sitting there on my couch for like the next hour and a half, legitimately not even like watching TV, I was just like updating twitter and more and more stuff started rolling in they thought that all four of his daughters were in there and then they found out like that it was just him and gianna and then there were seven other people in the helicopter and it was just insane because you know that was like one of my like athletic cures growing up you know that's he's that's the only jersey i've ever bought and i not only own a kobe jersey like because you know growing up i didn't really understand basketball that much but he was just he was a generational icon in the sense that you didn't really need to understand basketball growing up to understand Kobe and everything that he stood for, you know, just the tenacity he brought into the game. And to have someone like that leave, it's just, like, it still doesn't feel real, I think, because his reach was so ever-present, you know, and, like, the – good word. Yeah, very ever-present. And, you know, just the impact they had on everyone's lives, you know, even if it's something as stupid as, you know, yelling Kobe when you, like, shoot something into, into a trash can. It's, like, that is something that was, you know – every day every week every month you know throughout elementary school middle school high school college you know after college and everything and that's just something it, it really is a testament to that quote from uh from the sandlot you know was it um legend you know what i'm talking about I don't know to, No. uh either way essentially saying that um legends never die and it is true in this sense because you know for the last two weeks i'm just in disbelief because i'm like what the hell, like there's no way he's gone, but really he isn't gone because his legend will live on forever. And, you know, you see that in the monuments and the testaments and, you know, all the different ceremonies and people around the world have been having him for the last two weeks. You know, he is gone from this world and, you know, him and his daughter and the Southern people, they're all gone. But all of his values and morals that he tried to instill into the world, you know, just like attacking every day, you know, with every single bit of power that you have. I think that's something that will live on forever. And, you know, for me personally, you know, him being one of my favorite athletes, that's something that I'm always going to try to harp on, you know, like whenever things are like going a little tough, like, you know, in the gym, at work, you know, whatever it might be, you know, legitimately just having like, you know, that Mamba mentality. And it's crazy because, you know, again, he really is the only basketball jersey I ever bought. I own two or three pairs of his sneakers, you know, back when like, not that I have like any exorbitant amount of money now, but back when... $200 Two hundred dollars was a big deal. I chose to spend those two hundred dollars on Kobe stuff.
1: I think it's weird um, to think about. It's interesting to think about how Kobe can impact a um, a person's life that doesn't do sports. Yes, like we're not we're not athletes. Mm-hmm. We're not. Um, I mean, no matter how many times I say that, <laughs> I could have gone D one. Um, if only a shoulder. If only a shoulder. shoulder. You know, <laughs> so close. I was this close to D one offers. If only I didn't quit football three years before I got my growth spur. Um, but no, it's just weird. Like seeing, like imagine, like it's someone that you 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 model your your discipline, your drive off of, and you can put that drive and that uh, mentality into anything you want. You can put that into making sure you complete work the way you're supposed to, make sure that you – the way you attack, like, family time, anything. He's a generational um, talent but more a mentality that I think adds value to more people's lives. And I think the insane part about Kobe was that it wasn't
0: like, you know, he just passed away soon after his basketball career ended and we just started wondering, like, oh, like, what could have been – we started seeing the transition of that mom mentality being, you know, just essentially posed in his business dealings with, uh, what was it, Bryant Stanley or what? No he, he had an investment firm that was doing very well. He got bef- he got behind uh, Body Armor, which I think was back in 2012 when he first uh, signed on with them. And, you know, like just like being a Kobe fan, I went to 7-Eleven and bought some uh, some Body Armor, drank it. I was like, oh, it's kind of good. And it's crazy because, you know, he, I think, tripled or quadrupled the value of uh, body armor since he first jumped on. Uh, they were just announced as the official drink of the MLS. You know, he was just doing so many different things on top of trying to be an ambassador of the game, the best father he could be, you know, just doing all these different business deals and ventures. And you just saw he was never going to let up, you know, like for the next, what could have been like, you know, the next 50 years of his life or whatever, like, he was just going to continue attacking the world with that same tenacity and again you know i think that that inspires me cuz i i know that, that i have nowhere near the work ethic of kobe bryant but it kind of reminds me you know like all right like there's there's always more that you can try to achieve like even if you like might never reach that like i think it is like a good a good like target to aim for
1: yeah i um we're not a we're not a uh a motivational podcast I mean, not we at all even, we haven't even released a podcast so no one
0: to motivate technically um, we have just to uh, an account that's private with two followers which are both us
1: right yeah <laughs> um we released a podcast we released like a what is september recap and then the first 15 minutes went out and then the next 40 were all uh um, oh <laughs> the last 40 minutes were just oh dead God. air um, because i haven't figured out how to use anchor yet so uh, we'll get there but Um, just to wrap up the Kobe thing, like it, it is an important um, part of our lives and we want to, um, never forget his, his presence and his mentality. And then could you imagine trying to study, um, consolidations and like interest payable and receivable, and then. Like, your exam, my exam was the next morning at 8 a.m. Oh,
0: my God, I forgot. Yeah, the 27th on Monday.
1: Yeah, I had a, I had an exam at 8 a.m. the next morning, and I go and just, like, I, I plop my stuff down at the office. I'm like, I fucking want nothing to do with this last day recap, and then, it's so, and then I think it was, like, Sam was just like, oh, my God, Kobe, and I'm, like, sitting there, like, the next 12 hours, not a single thing studying studying done, just, like,
0: sitting there, It was, it was legitimately impossible. I mean, it was just a Sunday. I didn't have to study for anything, but, you know, I was just trying to relax, you know, enjoy my Sunday. And I couldn't do anything besides sit there and think about how Kobe was no longer alive. And yeah, you know, don't want to harp on this Kobe thing for too long. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's insane. He's gone. Uh, so thankful for all the memories that he gave us while he was here, you know, obviously, uh, his family is going to miss him and they love him forever. Um, but, yeah, it's just, like, definitely uh, had a lifelong impact on my life and how I'm going to approach things move forward. All right, so
1: then to transition out of the sad talk, uh, XFL. Yes. All right. We're all in. Oh, completely and I am fully sold on the
0: XFL. So today was my second time going to a game at MetLife Stadium. First one, oddly enough, not an NFL game. It was Brazil versus Colombia in 2012. Today, XFL, New York Guardians versus Tampa Bay Vipers. And we fucking stuffed them in a the locker. <laughs> we took their underwear, just like yanked that shit all the way up, said fucking call me uncle, and we sent them back to Tampa crying and begging
1: for mercy. It well, was one of the best displays of athleticism I've ever seen. Tampa Bay is a is a warm weather team, you know. They're not they're not they're not fit for the, the cold winters of New York.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. You know, they're used to like, Oh yeah, you know, it's it's February 9th. let me just go down to the beach, you know, it might be like sixty five throw her down, it's like no, motherfucker. The Colts going to punch you in the face, and then our defensive linemen are going to go in and go with the second punch right to the jaw. Right. Like, there's no
1: messing around in the Northeast. The Tampa Bay Vipers, a long history of, of playing down in Tampa Bay, and now they had to come journey up to New York City for the first time. I got to
0: say, I don't think it was uh, the most pleasant trip for them. Even even if they were staying at an XFL-sponsored Sheraton Hotel, <laughs> like all the banners were saying around the stadium. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine that, uh, they had too much to talk about in the locker room when they got back in. Cause they were just like, you know, we got curb stomped. When you get curb stomped, you get curb stomped. Like what's, you, you kind of like
1: got buried the football as it is. The weird part about the XFL is like absolutely no one cares.
0: Oh, not even a little bit. I think it's mainly just an excuse. It's a cheap ticket. I paid like $34.50. Um, yeah, you go there, just drunk with your friends, a little bit cold, not gonna lie, but you know, you're just having a great time seeing your, seeing your boys just, watching
1: some football the game was um probably like the secondary thing to the whole event like it was more just like it was weird if you had guardians gear on at the game shoe bless you thank you um if you like had guardians gear before the game started it was like how how did you get that (laughs) this is our first game and it was also interesting seeing that like the majority of the people that were at the stadium were all like mid-20s guys there was, uh, we had, like, I guess, two two girls in our group, and yeah. they said that they have never seen a less-packed girls' bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's the
0: thing. I think we got a especially being right outside of New York City, we just had a bunch of finance bros recently. Uh, great. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll probably have to splice this in, but their last recording just stopped. So, back to the XFL talk. Um, yeah, like we were saying, I think it's just great to, you know, Cheap tickets, go watch some football with your boys. Um, it's obviously an exciting new prospect, you know, new rules in football and everything. So that way it's a lot more offensive-oriented, even though, like, the NFL nowadays is catered towards offense. But, you know, that that's what you want to see. You just want to see some some points get scored. You, you want to see some shitty tackling happen. You want to see some ankles get broken. And, you know, I think we saw all that and more. We saw a nice little brawl, a few, uh, few rows in front of us, and that gets the boys going like nothing
1: else. So... The quick story about I went to a, a Jets game in mm-hmm. December. The uh, don't worry, it'll come full circle. But we were at, um, we were in MetLife and it was like, um, it, it was Jets versus the Steelers and we were up in like the, the third deck and speaking of a brawl like we were chirping with some guys that were to our right i don't know if i've told you the story yet i don't think you have but i didn't know you went to that game but i, don't, I haven't heard the story so we were chirping with some guys um we weren't really that we were being obnoxious cuz that's who we are but we weren't <laughs> like we weren't directing it at anybody mm-hmm. and then this guy starts like dropping like um like homophobic slurs at oh, in Jesus. our in our direction and stuff mm-hmm. like that like stuff that's like not okay to say in 20 19 at the time 2020 now the kind Um, of stuff that Randy when he goes back to Penn State starts saying or stuff that stuff that shouldn't be said yeah and um I was just like 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 where like do you think that like MetLife is like I just couldn't understand like his thought process and like where he was Mm -hmm. and then um he we just started like saying like whoa can't say that you you can't say those things and um he was like I don't care I hate you like I hate you all And then um, eventually, I just like looked over to him and like, have you ever like gotten someone to their core? Like, I, I have you ever like hit someone so hard in their like, like with your words that like got them just like like physically mad because of how 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 perfectly you nailed it. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing better. Nothing better. There's nothing better. I takes a piece of their soul. I looked over to him and I just go, Yo, like, can, can you vote? And he was like, "What?" I was like, "You know, because like you obviously have felonies." <laughs> oh my god! And he lost his fucking mind. He starts like spitting on the ground. He's just like saying, "Like, like, how big's your bank account? Like, how 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 much your limit on your credit card? Like, show me your bank account right now." And I'm like, "What?" First of all, we're we're both in the same section. <laughs>
0: that's a Probably. pretty good uh, key
1: economic indicator right there. He could indicate <laughs> that you don't got that much more than I do. Um and uh like he had like um he had like hoop earrings on. Oh my god. Um, he was wearing like gray sweatpants with like an, uh, a Jets jersey and he just he looked like I think he had like a like a full nose ring too and I was just like yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. And he he like he quieted down after that, but I I felt bad because he he definitely has felonies. Yeah, I mean he probably
0: does, but that's thing. Like if you're someone with felonies, then you shouldn't be chirping like that when you're out of the game. And you know if someone comes at you like that hardcore and they actually hit a string, you got. I think that should be a moment of introspection. You know, I've gotten hit like that sometimes before, and like <laughs> when that happens, you're like, I need like reflect on this. You know, like maybe maybe stop being like such an asshole in, like some of the ways that was. But legitimately, you know, if if you're just gonna be like a complete fucking moron and just not like change your ways uh and you know try to like adapt to the way the world is becoming then you know it's gonna get like left behind left in the dust and John's gonna continue to skew you at my life stadium. <laughs> I got him good.
1: Um, <laughs> like I've had it happen before. Like I I was uh I used to, I I do enjoy like like talking smack and I did that at like a a a Penn State spikes game. Mm-hmm. Um and at some point it was like after it was like a dollar beer night and it was like pretty late in the game. So i had had enough. Um, but I was like, there was no one in the stadium. So I could chirp the players. Oh my God. So I was chirping the opposing team. Um, and like loud enough for the entire stadium to hear. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, I don't know whether it was a father of one of the players or something, just screen, just like stands up, just like looks over to me and goes, bro, can you just like, shut the fuck up? <laughs> Like, can you just shut up like i get it like mm-hmm. you're cool cool just shut up and i was like ow yeah there's nothing worse i think
0: than uh you know when someone gives you just like that sheer, just like dude this is just fucking annoying it's, it's not even like <laughs> it's not even that mad it's just like you're just being a fucking asshole it, and that like you know because you know obviously once it hits a string you realize you're like oh i kind of agree with him like yeah. i am being like an annoying asshole so it's like that's, that's the main thing that I think really shuts you up. And I think that's like a good, like, you know, mechanism that we have as humans that I'm sure that guy at MetLife had, he was like, Oh, well I'm probably, MB yeah, being like pretty fucking ridiculous, but he was such an asshole that he was, he felt that and was like, let me just go more. Yeah. You know, whereas like, you, you're like,
1: no, I, I should probably stop this now. I'm at a spikes game. So you would think I would have stopped, but I did <laughs> <laughs> Oh my um, god! Because there was like a grandma in like the back row, and she started chirping for me, and I was oh, like, "You? What? Yeah, yeah. You talk because he won't let me. He won't let me talk. So, <laughs> so you start chirping him about her <laughs> chirps, essentially. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. I had to leave. Uh, <laughs> Not the best day for John. No, I mean it was like I was. It was one of those ones where like you get a laugh early, and then. You were like, okay, well, if I'm getting laughs, then I'm not going to stop. So I kept going. And then at some point, the dad was just like, one or two didn't, like, land in a row. And he was like, I, I got to say something. You got to stop. And then I gave it, like, 10 minutes. And then and it was back. Well, you know what? The good thing about that is um, if you're still holding
0: your grudge against him, you can hope that he was a member of one of those cruise ships that were being tested for coronavirus. And he's been stuck there for the last two weeks. Oh, my so, God. Uh, yeah, so apparently uh, China just doesn't really believe in, you know, the healthiest of food practices or, you know, keeping, taking care of. Yeah, like what as- the hell
1: is a wet market? A wet market? What? That's how this whole thing started is a wet market. What does that mean? Like alive and dead animals and Jesus like butchering Christ. on site is what, what brought like the, the coronavirus to humans.
0: Yeah, so I think the biggest thing uh, that America needs to realize is like, yeah, like, we have a lot of shit to fix ourselves, but a lot of, like, you know, this, like, obviously with the coronavirus, like, that is 100% on China for just, like, refusing to have, you know, the, or at least, like, somewhat clean practices as far as, like, how they get their food. But, you know, also with the fossil fuel things, like, yes, I, I do believe that we should, like, strive to, you know, for more electric vehicles and to be more, sufficient self or rather, um you know, sufficient off of, like, renewable energy and everything. I do agree on that. But realistically, as efficient as we can become with all of our fuel practices, that is like, you know, putting a bandaid on the real problem that is India and China still burning fucking trash and, you know, having practices like this uh, that, you know, start bleeding through to the worldwide scenario where we start realizing, like, oh, wait, so we can start having like deadly virus outbreaks that, you know, can start fucking over multiple nations. So it's just like, it's tough because, you know, China is like one of the biggest, economic hubs in the entire world, and everyone's trying to get, you know, a little taste of that uh, Chinese economic money. But, you know, we we just got to, like, take a step back and be like, maybe we can, like, try to have them not, you know, be the epicenter for one of the deadliest diseases that we've seen in recent times. Do you know who must be really happy about the
1: coronavirus? Bud Light? Bill Burr. Bill Burr. (laughs) He's talked about um, population control for, like, Four specials. Mm, yeah. and, and like the biggest reason that we have all the issues that we have is there's too many fucking people in the world. Um, <laughs> I've heard that before. I'm not going to get his little bit off, but it's like 35, he was like 35,000 people is about, is about as much people as we need. <laughs> that's uh, just like, Jesus Christ, we're already like 100,000 percent over that. Yeah. He was like, everyone can play in the NFL. Like they'll, everyone can start if they want to. Um, and uh, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think we're going to get down to 3,500. Oh, absolutely not. But, uh, 35,000, right. Right. Yeah. But I am not excited to, um, have to like stop taking public transportation because I feel afraid.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, the main thing is that I think that China has those more lax of food policies because they have, what is it? Like a billion, two billion people in their country that they need to feed. So it's like, you know, if you start cracking down on all that stuff, it's like, Oh, well now some our people are going to starve. So, I get it from that standpoint, but it's just like, you have to have like more foresight, you know, essentially. And even then I think that, uh, you know, the people dying from there, like obviously like not never like happy of anyone dying of anything, obviously. But I do think that a decent amount of those numbers are like, you know, Chinese people who don't really have the best access to healthcare and, you know, cause it's essentially like the flu and yes, you can die from the flu. If you don't have, you know, if you're old or, you know, already sick and don't really have access to healthcare, you can die from the flu. And I'm not just trying to chalk this up to the flu, but you know, if you or I got hit with the coronavirus, I'd be pretty confident that with our healthcare, we would be our right. and again, you know, guys, healthy guys in our mid twenties, like we'd be fine. But yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you know, when this happens in China and like thousands of people are getting infected, like chances are the old and the sick are not gonna do too well if they don't have healthcare.
1: Yeah, we've had some like weird topics that we've gone into here. We have had some very <laughs> weird topics I and mean, we went right, deep into coronavirus. Uh, we, we became and- a freaking.
0: Uh, we became a motivational podcast for like twenty minutes with Kobe. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that, I mean, you never know. You never know where this is going. Go. <laughs> exactly. That's that's why you tune in. Right. Um, okay. So let's just get, let's just rip some segments off. Let's do it. Um, TikTok update, just real quick.
0: <laughs> so before John gives his TikTok update, I just want to say um, that one of my friends, shout out Joseph uh his girlfriend is uh she works in media in new york city and i was talking to her i was like oh yeah so like you know uh or rather she was telling me like oh yeah like we're looking like for tiktok influencers so you know like give like free champions gear to because like i guess they just like would deal with champion where you know they just like oh like we'll just send you like all the gear you could ever want um so i was talking to her. i was like looking at john's tiktok and i was like oh hey like i saw this like one tiktok person i didn't tell her i was like oh like this is like you know this is john like i know him i was like Oh, yeah, like, what do you think about this guy? Like, look at his followers, look at his likes, like, tell me. He's like, no, like, he needs like 50,000 followers. He <laughs> only has like 1,500. I was like, ooh, but like, what about this one video that has like <laughs> 1.2 million loops? She's like, yeah, like, you only to that once. He's still like consistently, that's just like a one hit wonder. I was like, oh my God. Because, like, she just affirmed, like, I always talk shit to John about his, t- even though, like, I he has a bravery to actually put shit up on TikTok, whereas, like, I wouldn't, because I'm just like, yeah, I don't think he'd be funny this. But, she has like reaffirmed all of the shit talking that I
1: already do to John with his TikTok, and I love that. I agree with you. Like, <laughs> I, I, I know that like it's I, I like don't put my grandma up on my TikTok just purely out of spite for the fact that like it would just be her TikTok and like <laughs> grandma would get like thousands of uh, of followers if it was like Grandma Brzezowsky's TikTok instead of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I only have fifteen hundred followers. It has not moved. Um, (laughs) not since you had that one viral video right I mean I got like one more with like 50k but like that's not like anything recent Mm -hmm. Um, but I've got like I'm like still like creating ideas in my head but just like won't ever put them out there like I've got like like stuff about like that is such a weird thing to do Mm -hmm. I am someone that thinks about ideas to put on TikTok that will never put something that I actually put effort into on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. call, like I mean, they call me out when I actually end up quitting my job and like am hitting the renegade on on TikTok. You don't even understand these stuff. I have no idea. What you, you don't even, you don't even it. get it. You don't even know what the renegade it's, is. It's
0: such a it's such a I just turned 26. Uh so <laughs> for all this TikTok shit, it's just like it really is like a generation behind me this it's 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 even a generation behind you. It's like it's like teenagers now like, you know, if you're like 15 to 19. Uh, I guess it could even go up to like 21, 22. Like, that's like the prime age for TikTok. And I'm just like, dude, I have no fucking clue what's going on in this app. Yeah. But I did re download it and gave John uh, a few likes here and there. So, so. I don't need likes.
1: You know, <laughs> guys, it doesn't help run me. It Do, does give me loops. That one one time I tried to make you guys, like, I tried to figure out the TikTok system. And,
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> you, like, broke it down to a science. Like, oh, yeah, you need to have like, a little cliffhanger then so people, like, end up watching more so you get more loops.
1: Yeah, the worst part about the tic- about TikTok in general is that like if I show someone my TikTok, they'll be like, "Oh my god, what's the like viral video that you have?" And I'll show it to them, and like we did it even today. There was like we had a tailgate and TikTok came up. I didn't talk about it originally,
0: but, but as soon as you heard TikTok, you ran in.
1: Right, You I, ran in. I I steamrolled the conversation.
0: Once <laughs> it's like, oh hey, one. I'm John. I
1: have a TikTok. I would like to talk to you guys about it. <laughs> yeah, um, like I think they were talking about, like. Viral marketing, and I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah TikTok. Oh, I have one. emerging oh, market Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm also really cool. <laughs> have you figured out how cool I am? Um, but I'll show them the video, and it's like, it's not worth whatever view count it has. Like, it's not like you're like where it would be if you had a, a crazy like voice that you, you were hiding from people, mm-hmm. or like you had crazy talents, you're hiding from people. It's just like a video of my grandmother and it randomly got like a thousand, a million views. Well, the good thing about knowing that is this summer, whenever
0: you're at your short house, you can just like, be like, hey, grandma, I'm just recording you all day. I'm just, <laughs> just going to see what sticks. All right, so just be used to this camera in your face because we're going.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's the only play. It's the only way to get out of, uh, get out of our, our finance lives and move into content creation because we're not going to release this podcast. Who cares?
0: Yeah, but that is something that really interests me like do you ever think about because i feel like more so recently than other times like i really started thinking about i'm like what would my days and like what would my life be like if it was just like content creation that's obviously like driving how i earn my paycheck and that's something like when we first started this podcast i never really thought about it. you know i thought oh yeah it'd be cool you know like if you do like i like legitimately started thinking about it. i'm like what time would i wake up like what you know I would essentially just be coming up with ideas the entire day and trying to execute on on them, and like just thinking about like, oh yeah, like even if you stay late at work, it's like you're staying late for something that you believe in and something like you actually want to produce and bring to this world. And like, I don't know, like that obviously is like a really cool idea, and that's something that I think everybody wishes that they could achieve. You know, like obviously anybody in the world would want to work and do something that they care about, but it's just weird that recently like, I really started thinking about it. I'm like, I feel like that's like more attainable than I recently perceived it to be. And I, I think that's like, you know, half the battle. If you actually believe that you do something, you like, you're like, Oh wait, like, let me just like make the sacrifices, like take the routes in order to get there. You know?
1: I think that, um, the, f- my favorite part about this podcast is that like, we could use this if it comes somewhere, but, it's not there, right? Oh, no, it's not. It's definitely not. Like, I read a fake... I, like, two episodes ago, I read a fake ad from, like, a an ad <laughs> an ad generation website. Um, but that's just stupid stuff that... I mean, we find it
0: funny. There's got to be more people like us out there somewhere. Right, apparently not, because Twitter, my Twitter, <laughs> Twitter followers
1: has not changed.
0: I'm almost organically at 200 followers, whereas you bought Russian bot followers just against 230, and now you're dwindling down. I'm at 201. <laughs>
1: I think that the like you you realize it more when uh, you move into the city and um your paychecks throughout the months that go directly to where you live mm-hmm. and not to um, savings you're like oh a side hustle I should do one of those mm-hmm. oh what do you do with your free time oh uh i scroll tiktok and then <laughs> once you know what once a month i sit with randy and record a podcast and put <laughs> out anywhere And, like, Catherine was like, why do you do that? Like, it doesn't do anything for you. And I'm like, no, but, like, it's fun. Like, I like to have fun. It is fun. And the thing is,
0: like, maybe this isn't it. Maybe a podcast isn't directly it. But I think the main reason I keep coming back to this is, like, even if this isn't it, I like that it keeps my mind kind of looking at the next thing or hoping and dreaming of, like, that thing that I might find. Because, you know, I, I do think that each one of us have, like, you know, untapped talent and untapped potentials. And I think everyone realistically feels it. you know, you should feel like you are more than what you're worth. At least like if you're a person that like decently believes in themselves. Um, but yeah, I like that this makes me feel like, you know, I'm not just some guy who works in healthcare. You know, I'm a guy who works in healthcare. Like, you know, maybe when I'm 27, 28, 32, 34, 37, I don't know. Like, I don't know when it is. I don't know what it is. But there is something different that I can do and bring to this world that will make me feel much more fulfilled than what I'm currently doing in order to afford my life. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it completely. And um, I'll tell you that it, the way I like think in my head is is so much better having this than if I didn't have it. Like, oh, I
0: completely agree.
1: I like I'll, – I'll think about it. Like, you know what therapy is? Yeah, of course. So most people, like, when they have bad stuff or, like, dumb stuff in their lives, they'll just say, oh, oh, I should go to therapy for that. Like, mm. what like, our thought process is, like, oh, that'd be a good segment for our podcast to talk talk about.
0: Exactly, yeah. And I think, like, it's the conversational aspect of it all, I suppose. Because, you know, again, you're just, like, talking about, like, the dumbest things, Or right? You know, like, me and you might, like, tweet to each other back and forth, like, oh, this is funny. But, you know, it just, it, it kind of, like like lends itself more so to like the creative aspect that, you know, you as an accountant, me in healthcare, it's just like, you're not really being that good. Like I might fuck around and like, you know, create this new report and like, Oh sick. You know, I can like track productivity and everything. And I did it for an entire department. Like, you know, my director's really happy about that. I Dude, I, nice. I fucking revolutionized the, the, what's it called? The reporting, in my department from when I first started very proud of myself for that. But either way, you know, that, it does make me happy that there are things I could do, you know, in my job that pays me that other people can't do. But at the same time, you know, I really like want to find something that I can differentiate myself with that. You know, I truly know, like no one else really has like this spin or this take, or like, you know, this like way of thinking about a certain joke that, you know, people are like, wow, like
1: I fucking love this. I agree completely. We have a couple segments to get done because we want to keep this moving. Um, we have bearish and bullish, but we don't really have anything prepared. Um, I think that we have something that uh, we just want to, like,
0: jab at one of the, these things that our friends did uh, the other night. We are not talking about anybody in particular. No, absolutely, absolutely not. No one in particular. But don't wear a fucking class ring, okay? It's Especially if you're in the Northeast. Like, apparently that's a thing in the South. Uh, I just... I am not one who would do well in the South or Connecticut for obvious reasons. <laughs> so, you know, I'm I'm not one who knows of class rings. I'm sure, you know, Maddie's probably, you know, going with you the gym, just like knocking with her ring on the fucking table the entire time because yeah. they're very Southern. Um, But, yeah, it's just like it's a very weird concept. And I understand, you know, you want to, like, I guess, keep true to, like, your roots, your heritage. But I just feel like that's such, like, a weird kind of, like, hard move almost. That it's just like you, you got to notice, like, your surroundings essentially.
1: Class rings are a no no. I just I have to I I can't take you seriously if you're like like clacking around with your class ring.
0: And what what are you supposed to achieve by clacking a class ring? I
1: don't know. It uh, pissing me off. That's all <laughs> you, that's all you've done. <laughs> it,
0: it only serves to uh, you know, annoy me and wanna end this friendship that we have going uh, again, not talking on, about anybody in particular. No, no, no one no one no who's listening to this who moved into the city
1: of recently six months ago living with their girlfriend. No one not at all. Not talking about Not anybody. from one of the Carolinas. Not talking about anybody. Nope. Keeping it, Keeping it, you know, not narrow. We're keeping it very wide. <laughs> very wide. Yeah. Um, because we all have that one friend that, like, fucking class rings. It's just like, dude. Because like, I get it. You spent a lot of money a, on it. I never got a high school class ring. Never got a college class ring. I got a high school class ring. I also got, like, rings from, um, like, random, like, baseball things, like, in, like, middle school. But I never wore those either. Yeah. But – I mean, my high school ring, I felt pretty cool about for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then I quickly realized within like five days of owning it. that I, this, <laughs> this, this is pretty stupid. <laughs> this, really this sucks. Justin's got, got me.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, I guess it's good memorabilia, but it's like, we're around. It's just like, I don't know, I'm I'm not a jewelry. Like, I will never wear a necklace. Like the day I get married, like, I don't know how I'm going to deal with having a ring. All, like, I don't mind being like, oh, hey, like I'm married. Like I'm taken. But, like <laughs> the idea of like having to wear jewelry, like just. It just annoys me. I never wear bracelets, never wear a necklace, never wear rings. It's just like, I'm going to have to deal with that when I get there, but it's going to be fucking off. Right. Okay, that was bearish and bullish. <laughs> <laughs> Except, realistically, we were just bullish on the one concept of class rings. Or, or, sorry, sorry,
1: bearish, bearish. 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 We were bearish, bearish on it. We that. were bearish. This um, is, like, a good segment, because, like, we totally understand the difference between the two. Exactly. <laughs> the only other segment I think we're going over tonight is – Excel tips. Oh, take us home, John. Okay. So Drive us right home. home. I've got a couple, like, quick tips. Oh, yeah. Um, that'll be that'll be interesting. One of them is, you know, if you have, like, a couple of... If you want to, like, move pieces of content around from one column to another column, but you don't want to copy the whole thing and move it over, you just want to take, like, four lines and move it over a little bit, mm-hmm. you can you can like drag it across right but if you if you hold shift down as you're dragging it you can actually like if you if you highlight your area press shift and then move it it will like place it in a different location you can like have it set up so instead of like cup co- copying copying in one place pasting in another place and like moving the sheet around you can literally just like drag four four cells in between a set of two two cells so you can like move cells in column B to between columns d and e
0: no okay learn a new thing every day
1: the other one <laughs> is you can duplicate tabs in Excel um, just by pressing the control button and clicking on a a tab or a sheet and just dragging the tab somewhere else it'll basically like, It'll look like it's moving, but it's just basically duplicating itself. And that's really good for like, like the move or copy, like alt HOM, you know, for my friends at home, (laughs) that's how you have to like move or copy a a sheet or a tab, but you can just really just copy and paste it. Look at that. Like you're bringing value to the podcast. Those are the two ones that I I, I like the most recently. I don't have any other, any other ones. Um, But I also have one statement to say about Excel. Is that I've gone so deep into the intricacies of like trying to make the coolest formulas um, that I'm realizing now, as uh, I'm realizing now that like maybe that's not the best way to do it. Probably not. Probably should think about speed as well <laughs> with creating How much stuff. time you're wasting by creating these formulas? Not wasting because you never know how well that formula can be recreated in the following years throughout like our audits. Mm-hmm. But it is very stupid to spend 25 minutes on an Excel formula that you can just copy and paste to a new location. Just think about it. All right, well, that was Excel Tips with John, and
0: (laughs) uh, do you have uh, anything else that you wanna cover? I don't wanna cover anything else, just uh, I guess a quick wrap up and what we're looking forward to after the month of February. Yeah, so um, really appreciate you guys listening so far. Uh, this has been our first time doing this this year, this month, or you know, over the last month. And again, you know, it really is a great thing to you know kind of keep looking forward. You know, it's uh, kind of like the carrot on the stick in front of me, kind of like keep me moving forward. Like trying to like think of new things, like diversify, my, diversify myself or, or diversify ourselves and our talents and our skill sets. And yeah, you know, it, it's always a great time coming on here, not really knowing exactly what we're going for. But kind of figuring out as we go along, you know, it's uh, kind of like bring the fail down. You know, we legitimately just have like a Word document with like some things, some different points written up. And we just misspelled. kind of like, yeah, misspelled a lot, a lot of red underlinings um, on things that John's written. Um, but yeah, you know, we kind of like just try to figure it out on the way. And it really makes me realize that, you know, there's some interesting takes that we can have on all these topics that I just feel like, you know, it really is unique and really does cater to, you know, kind of like the genre that we're going for. And yeah, we're going to keep on hammering this out. This might not be exactly what it is, but I think that this is just, you know, another step along the path. We are going to figure this out eventually. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, if you don't quit something, you end up figuring it out. That's what they all say. You know, you just got to like take your lumps, keep on growing. And yeah, you know, like, one day soon
1: enough watch out we're gonna get hot as shit i like i like i literally like was just like bored one day trying to find ways not to study and i like <laughs> edited the podcast and by editing i mean i just tried to like i just spliced the audio from the video um this is our first in person uh, it is
0: i think it flows very well because i'm not waiting for you like obviously the eye eye contact i'm like oh you're done talking i'm gonna start talking instead of like trying to like not fumble over your words over a Skype audio chat. Right. We've definitely
1: had a couple times where we're both like spending three minutes staring at each other and like waiting yeah, like, waiting to get our, our, our bit off. But I, uh, are you done no you no, I, I go
0: no yeah I go so I no, thought you yeah no, uh, no, uh, no all, I'm all, yeah.
1: all right. So we're gonna try our best to keep doing it um maybe this way if we if this works better. Um but I think once a month I think is something that we're trying to keep and strive towards. And the premise that we're going to work for soon, I believe is just putting out all of the past months. And yes. letting you listen. <laughs> um, and I think they go back all the way to what, like June or uh, July?
0: April of last year, <laughs> April of 2019 sitting in my car saying like, Oh yeah. Like my parents are home and I can't really like, Oh, my sister was still living at home. And I was like, yeah, like can't wake up my nephew and everything. So it's, it's been a gauntlet of different things that uh,
1: we've been going through. You weren't even uh, – yeah, I guess you had your shittier apartment then and your nicer apartment now. Yeah. The things that we're going to look forward to in the end of the next month, Um. hopefully I'll be keto and in a happy place instead of fat and in a bad place. Yes. And also I've got – I'll keep you guys updated on my uh, dumb purchases I make during busy season that keep me happy. This first one was a whoop strap. Um, and it tells me how I sleep and I'm interested to see how that's going to change everything. Oh, and,
0: uh, come our next podcast, I will be fully out of debt and buying the dumbest things ever. So, uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, stay tuned for all of the form fitting pants that I'm going to buy myself. Stay tuned for all of the custom tailoring that I'm going to get to my jeans this Monday. Going to get this guy, you know, just hemmed a little, get, get, get a little more tapered. But thank you guys again, as always, for tuning to the Quad Bone Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Randy Khan. This is my co host, John Brzezowski. How you doing? And, and yeah, thanks for, thanks for sticking along with the ride. And this is going to be the first of many. See ya.
1: Love you guys.